This is Dragon Talk. Oh, hello, I'm Mark Rivers from the Wrexham Supporters Association's Football Commentary. Welcome to another edition of Dragon Talk. And today, in a bit, we'll be finding out more about Workington. We'll be playing, of course, on Saturday in the FA Trophy. And uh, I'm petrified after hearing how they're doing lately. So uh, I think it's not like we've got a, a tough trip up north. But first, we hear about Northwich, Victoria. Now, of course, Northwich are in a horrendous uh, straits at the moment, uh, being removed from their ground. A horrible situation which is eerily reminiscent of what happened to Wrexham, of course, about four or five years ago. It's it's a terrible, terrible plight that they're in. And to find out a little bit more, before the game against Cambridge, I caught up with Paul Stockton, the vice chair of the North Victoria Supporters Trust, who was there to talk about what's happening at the club. Well, Paul, firstly, I mean, the situation at Northwich is, is pretty grim at the moment, isn't it? Well, yes, because uh, last uh, Saturday uh, we had to play at Altrincham. And can I say, first of all, that Altrincham did receive us very well. And we'd like to thank them for supporting us last week. Um, on Thursday of last week, the club were informed that uh, we wouldn't be playing at the stadium because it had no safety certificate, because the generator was removed last week so that there was no electricity or power at the stadium. So on a health and safety issue, it, we couldn't use. So effectively, we were locked out by the present owner, Mike Connett, uh, who was the former uh, owner of the football club as well um, but he passed that over to uh, Jim Rush uh, about 15 months ago. Uh, Mike Connett um, took over the, uh, the the football club in 2004 and the first thing that he did was separate the assets of the football club from the uh, football club itself by setting up Northwich Victoria 2004 and he moved the assets which was basically the stadium to his other company B Connett. And, and isn't that right as well? Isn't apart from being locked out, his past bits of the grounds he owned, he actually stripped out as well, isn't that right? Well, that's what he's doing at, 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 as we speak. He's probably removing something else now, but a bit difficult when, when there's no electricity on, of course. Uh, but he has been seen up there this week and last week removing anything that's not screwed down, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so what will be there and what uh, sort of state the ground will be in uh, when we when hopefully somebody else will allow us back in, then obviously we'll have to wait and see. And, I mean, obviously, I mean, Wrexham have been in a, a similar situation, in conflicts with their owner, and, and we were very close to going out of business completely. I mean, how how, how, how much of a danger is there that scenario? Well, the, the, there's a very serious danger, because um, when uh, Mr Connick passed over to uh, Jim Rush uh, 15 months ago, um, there was a debt of approximately £600,000 in unpaid paid tax and various other unpaid bills uh, which have come to light since. Uh, Jim Rush has tried very hard to keep the football club going but one of the problems that we've got is that we've been paying uh, what I would consider to be an astronomical amount of rent to actually play at the football ground. Um, £2,000 uh, per week is, is an awful lot of money for Jim Rush to find as well as trying to run a football club. And so that I believe that you've got an event coming up, if you'd like to draw attention to this and, and maybe raise some funds as well. Yeah, we're very grateful for the reception that we've received uh, with Wrexham, who we have very good relationships with. Um, I remember the good old days when we used to play Wrexham Reserves in the 50s, uh, when Wrexham Reserves used to play in the Cheshire County League. Um, 
but uh, we've, we've been well received here and in fact next Tuesday night before the uh, game uh, two of our supporters, uh, Tricky, uh, who, who runs under an alias of Tony Rogers, um, he's the mascot, um, he's, he's doing the walk with um, Colin Buckley. Now Colin Buckley as a supporter is an example to us all. He's uh, got 354 consecutive matches home and away and he hasn't missed a um, home game since 1994 uh, when he was ill. Um, so that's a phenomenal record and they're putting a great effort in on Tuesday to actually walk from uh, Northwich uh, to Wrexham. It is something that a Wrexham supporter did uh, for the postponed game um, back uh, in December, uh, which was rather unfortunate for, for him, but um, uh, he, he was well received when he got to Northwich, I, I believe, and um, we're, we're very pleased to be uh, doing this uh, next Tuesday uh, with the away fixture at Wrexham. And I assure you all Wrexham fans are united and wishing you all the best as well. We really do hope that you get through all this and, and that we can maybe meet soon in, in much better circumstances as well. So good luck in the future. Yeah, the Northwich Victoria, apart from one season, when we were thrown out of the uh, conference because Mr Connett hadn't done his paperwork uh, when he took over, um, we've got lots of friends throughout the conference um, circle of football uh, people uh, as we say and we've got a long history in the conference it's become increasingly difficult for us to to survive uh, because uh, uh, football costs an awful lot of money these days and uh, you know, I mean, we, looking to Wrexham, though, I think as, as examples, I would point out, you know, that Doncaster have done extremely well, having had a period of time in the conference and have gone back into the Football League. Uh, I think the examples of uh, Hereford and uh, other teams that have come down, Exeter is another one that have gone back after a period of time. There's nothing wrong with being in the conference, and I'm quite sure uh, at some stage in the future, Wrexham will go back into the Football League. Actually, good. Let's ask you. Seems a bit irrelevant to the importance that we're talking about. But how are Matty Crowell and Michael Jones doing? Because they were this last year, of course. Well, um, Matty Crowell um, is uh, been doing really well. He, he's a box-to-box player. Gets stuck in, and he scored a, a fantastic goal on Saturday against uh, Histon. And uh, unfortunately, we lost a player soon after being sent off for a rather in a rather dubious way. Um, and then we conceded two goals in injury time at the end of the game to go down 2-1 to Histon, who are flying high at the moment. Um, uh, the other player, Jones, has actually not figured too much, and in fact, has I believe gone out on loan. Well, it's a terrible situation at Northwich. You're in no team, no set of fans deserves to have that sort of thing happening to their club, and I, I hope this we can all unite in trying to give them whatever support that we can. They certainly deserve it. Well, on happily to footballing matters now, and of course on Saturday, Wrexham play in the FA Trophy. Away to Workington, a side that we've got a history against. They played against us for 20-odd years in the, in the Football League between the 50s and the 70s, but they'd fallen a couple of divisions since then. They've climbed themselves back up to the Conference North, had a fantastic win at Barrow, their local rivals in the last round, and now they're out to add our scalps to their collection. I managed to speak to Paul Armstrong from the Workington Red Supporters Club to see just what we can expect when we go up north. You seem to be hitting some good form just at the right time for this cup tie, don't you? Uh, yes. Um, 
Aye, we're, we've, um, in all competitions, we've lost one in the last ten games. That's sort of six league games, um, a county cup game, and three trophy games. Uh, we, our form sort of towards the start of the season was a bit indifferent, but um, we, we got our first, um, seems a bit odd, but we've got our first, uh, only our first away league win on, on Saturday at, um, at Staley Bridge. Uh, on Saturday we won 4-1 in a sort of very good game. Um, things things have certainly picked up, you know, in the last um, last few weeks. Um, we in the in the trophy we we uh, our, our first fixture was against um, uh, Tamworth in the third round, the third qualifying round. Uh, we were away at Tamworth, had previously beat us. I think it was 4-1 at home in the league, yeah. and uh, we won one 0 away there. Um, Johnny Wright, the scorer. Um, who, along with Gareth Anderson, sort of two local young lads, um, have uh, formed a, re- a really good partnership. Um, both have scored um, sort of 12 goals each piece in total. And, you know, Generate's got 12 in the league at the moment, and uh, uh, they're doing well together. And, um, and then um, in the first qualifying round of the trophy, we played Kings Lynn. Um, it just so happened we actually played them um, the week before in the league and drew 1-1 and then in the the following week um, that was at uh, Borough Park at Workington in an absolute cracking game um, we, we come out tops 4-3 um, it was really entertaining game and it was uh, you know sort of a you know, sort of classic cup tie you know um, got the winner um, in sort of in the last 10 minutes uh, to make it 4-3 and then um, probably the best one because it, it has a local significance was in the uh, in the last round we were um, when, when it goes national we were actually drawn against um, Barrow Conf- mm. the fellow conference society yourselves who you'll be familiar with and we were drawn away at Barrow and we went down there and for the first 20 minutes they completely dominated the game and then um, it was probably about our first attack of the game we went forward and uh, their goalkeeper, um, Alan Martin, who's on loan from Leeds United, he's a uh, Scottish uh, under-19 international, um, brought down Gareth Arneson for a penalty, and he calmly put it away. He's a very confident penalty taker. And then from then on, we just um, we seemed to uh, pick up. We started uh, to play football. I think their heads went down a little bit, and then we basically completely dominated the game and ended up winning 3-0, which... Um, because it's well, they say to Derby, but there's like 60 miles apart. But they're the, yeah. <laughs> they're a, sort of our, our nearest competitor mm. in you know in the in the wilds of Cumbria, sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was you know very enjoyable, let's say the least, when you beat your local rivals in, in this sort of. Uh, mm, absolutely, yeah, good. That, well, that was that was the first sort of uh, local derby batter in in the uh, in the trophy. We've yeah. played them many times over the years in, in sort of league encounters. But uh, yeah, we've hit a rich vein of form. A um, uh, week before last, we uh, won five 0 at home against Gainsborough in probably the worst weather conditions you'd ever play a football match in. It was um, sort of blowing a gale in the first half, and we were playing with the wind and went in three 0 up. And then we turned round you know, to play against the wind, and then we had to endure driving rain. It was uh, it was quite amusing at the end of the game where we come away five 0 where. 
sort of referee blew the whistle, and then uh, within about 30 seconds, all uh, 22 players and the officials were off the pitch. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was probably the fastest you've seen any of them move in the old game. But, um, it was horrendous conditions, worst I've probably seen, uh, you know, sort of a football match being played in, and because um, it was um, blowing a gale and raining, and it was it was quite you know quite nasty and that, and. Um, but uh, a five-year-old win, you won't grumble about. Well, no, no. And then, um, on, on, like on Saturday, we went away to stay at the bridge. Um, we were sort of uh, pushing for promotion yeah. in our league, and um, we we had a you know a really good performance. Um, won uh, four once. Uh, um, our two strikers, Gareth Anderson and Johnny Wright, uh, picked up one apiece, um, and a couple by. Uh, Anthony Wright, uh, our left winger, um, son of former Everton player Billy Wright. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, seems to be coming into form. And young uh, Andy Hardman, who uh, put one in on sort of the 90 minutes yeah. uh, for a, sort of a, a really good game. But yeah, we've, uh, we're a young side and uh, they're enjoying themselves and they're, they're a rich vein of form at the yeah. moment. So it's. Um, I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. It should be an entertaining game because I think both sides like playing football as it should do, you know. And uh, it'll be quite good. Oh, so <laughs> it sounds like a bit of a test. I'm getting more and more worried the more you say, to be honest with you. Um, because under Dean Saunders, Wrexham have improved incredibly. Um, and yet, all our forms in the conference. And the conference have been wonderful. And yet, playing teams from, well, from the conference north and from below. Um, we've not looked so good, strangely enough. So, and I think Saunders might rest maybe a couple of players. So I think yeah. it'll be quite a test on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, well, historically, our, for, our, our farming competitions have been abysmal. Yeah. Um, um, we've got a, a young manager, a new manager, who took, uh, took over part with her last season, Dadden Edmondson, who was, uh, was a player with sort of Carl United and Plymouth and Lisfield in York City. And it's his sort of first managerial role. He took over from... Um, Tommy Cassidy, um, former Irish international, who was with uh, Newcastle for nine years. Um, it was working Reds, his longest served manager. Um, mm. He left us partway through last season. I went uh, basically went home. He, he went over to um, to manage Newcastle Blues down in the Unibon League, so mm. lo- very local to him. Uh, unfortunately for Tommy, he didn't work out there, and uh, he, he's no longer managing them. But um, Darren, who was um, come to us from Barrow. He was sort of senior player, and then he he took over as manager. And uh, under Darren, we seem to be doing well in competitions, which is novel for us. Um, mm. Last year, we got through to the first round of the FA Cup. Uh, we were away at Barrow Bar- Bar- first time for a long time. We got that far. Um, we got beat four-one, but um, we pulled it back to one-one in mm. the. Uh, uh, in the second half, and then for you know ten minutes it was heaven until uh, until uh, they got uh, three goals late on uh, when we um, uh, we ended up going down four one, which sort of flattered Berry. Um, but it was and we had a, a quite a good run in the um, in the trophy last year. We we got to the second round. We we lost against Braintree from the uh, uh, Conference South. We travelled out to Braintree, uh, drew 1-1 down there, and we actually lost the replay back at, uh, at work. And, uh, so we've, we've done uh, uh, one round better than last year, uh, this year, um, and 
Um, I think we, we the, the form we're in, I think we, we you know, we, um, there's no reason to fear anybody, you know, mm. we beat um, Camworth at the top of the league, uh, our league at the time, um, a big spending Kings Lane, who have uh, got uh, Jill and Joseph yeah. playing for them. <laughs> um, we beat them, and then beat Barrow, conference side, who were uh, 3-0 there, which mm. was recognised by the, um, the FA, um, we were awarded the uh, team of the second round, so we've got a um, we'll be presented with a sort of a commemorative plaque at the um, at, uh, on Saturday at the Wrexham game, and um, so the FA you know kindly recognised that achievement of beating Barrow, um, which is um, quite encouraging. But um, we just oh uh, we need to pick a few points up in the in the league, which we seem to be doing at the moment. We've drawn far too many matches, I think, and we've got our um, uh, uh, you know, we got uh, a nice away win on Saturday, so hopefully our form will pick up in the league. But um, looking forward to Saturday, should be a good game. The club's got a football league history. Yep. Um, you know, are you geared up to aim towards that again, or is that maybe a bit optimistic at the moment? Um, uh, ultimately, you want to. I think. Um, We've got the issue with our ground. We need to uh, redevelop our ground, mm-hmm. and we we we've got um, we tenants of the council, and um, oh, I could go on forever about <laughs> the issue about the ground. But um, the council are wanting to um, build a um, a shared stadium with us in the rugby league, uh, work it in town rugby league club, and we we're not in favour of that option. We would like mm-hmm. to develop our ground um, where we're currently at, um, but. The uh, council want to build a, you know, what, what was, you know, called a super stadium sort of thing. They want to build a sort of six thousand, ten thousand size, yeah. um, you know, football ground. Spend something like thirty odd million doing it, which seems ridiculous for, uh, you know, uh, where we reckon we could um, redevelop our ground for, you know, two or three million or something yeah. to, you know, bring up to, you know, a decent conference standard. Um, when you come to it, it'll be like going back in time because it's a traditional old, um, uh, you know, football ground. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's a decent playing surface, um, and that's put it. Um, it looks worse than it is on the outside, but um, it, it um, until we resolve the issues with the um, with the council of what's going ahead, which seems to it's been going on for about five years now and uh, it, it doesn't seem to uh, want to come to a hand uh, and but um, but yeah I'd like to think we could uh, to get into the uh, conference um, season before last we actually lost in the playoffs to the conference we finished mm. third in the league and, uh, and we, we lost in the playoffs so it was um, for us to, well that was a, a you know a, a wonderful achievement to, to even you know to get that far um mm. We were certainly punching above our wealth, uh, weight in that because we we're not an affluent side, um, but we 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 I think we can we can do all right in all our own. Yes, I'm petrified now. God, they sound good, don't they? I'm worried. And after our performances against, as I said, two Paul teams that are outside the Blue Square Premier. 
I think we've got every reason to approach the game at Workington with a little bit of trepidation. We might not be many games away from Wembley, but it's going to be very, very hard work to get past this next hurdle, I promise you. I don't know. Anyway, at least unlike Northwich, we're able to focus more on football at the moment than anything else, which is a, a, a wonderful thing. I'll be back soon with more podcasts of opinion on Dragon Talk, and of course, uh, there'll be the final whistle podcast after each match. Bye-bye. This is Dragon Talk.